I'm not going to use the pulpit today. I'm going to stand down at your level. Oh, yes, the kids are welcome to go to Sunday school. I think everyone knows who, who you are, that sometimes I wish I was still in Sunday school. And you gems, you have to stay. You can't go. You can't go. Oh. <clears throat> so our scripture this morning. I'm, yeah, I'm on. Um, perfect. The, uh, okay. Yeah, put it up, please. Thanks, Pete. What is our scripture uh, this morning? Can, every, can, you, can you recite it? Do you know it by heart? Okay, ready? One, two, three. Excellent. Good job. You, you do much better than I would ever do. So trust me, that's excellent. That's excellent. All right, in that verse, what, what are some things, what are some images that stand out? stands out. There's, there's some obvious ones. Yes. Rock. That's, that's what we're going to talk about today. Is there some other images that stand out? Yes. Salvation. Absolutely. Is there another image that stands out? Fortress. You know what a fortress is? Yeah, you all know what a fortress is. We've seen this, this church, in a sense, is like a fortress with the big high walls and um, Usually fortresses are powerful. They keep the enemies out. Um, but you know, when I think of a rock, I think of... So we're going to... Oh, yes, i got to turn it on. That always helps. Let's see here. And that is... Oh. Okay. Is it the center button, Pete? I should know this. Okay, on, on the front? You hold it? Could you just advance it? <laughs> hey, is that what you think of when you think of The Rock? No? I don't know. If you watch lots of movies with The Rock in it, I think that might be what you think. Um, well, let's move to the next slide. So, ah, that's more like it, right? That's what we think of when we think of a rock. Powerful. It doesn't move. It's strong. It's, I think I got to break my back. You know, when I think of a rock, it doesn't move, right? It, it's, it's, it can rain on it, it can storm, and that rock is going to stay there. It's, it's unshakable, right? And, and so it's kind of weird that David uses the metaphor of a rock, but it actually makes perfect sense because he sees God as, as something that doesn't move, that doesn't change, that doesn't wear down. Now, do you guys know what maybe the opposite of a rock is? Can you... Yes. A feather. a feather. I never thought of that. I think that's, that's really clever. Really clever. Yes. A pool noodle. This is great. Much better than my ideas. Yes. 
Sand. That's what I was thinking too. Sand. Anybody else? Yes. Bread? Absolutely. Those things are not anything like a rock, right? Oh, do, you, do you have one? No? They're very different, right? And so I had my kids last night. They, they made something, and it's something that all kids love, okay, but all parents hate. It's called oobleck. Do you all know what oobleck is? It makes an awful mess of the kitchen. It is not good. The funny thing about oobleck is it, it seems like it's solid. Well, actually, it seems kind of liquid now. But as soon as you stick your finger in it and you let it sink, it, it goes down. Like it's not solid. I, I should have something where I can actually pour it in. But, but stick your finger in there. Like it's solid, but then your finger starts to sink. Karen's like, I'm not sticking my finger in that. <laughs> so, here, here. And, and you could, here, stick your finger in there. Yeah, it's, it's very deceptive, right? It's very, if you were to walk across Ublek, you might just sink right in and not get out, right? And like Ublek is really, it's very different than a rock. Okay, well, Adele, can you pass that down? Just make sure they don't spill it or Jenny's going to hate me forever. No, she won't know it. I'm just kidding. Um, so we, we have... There's a reason why David looked at God as his rock, right? Because it doesn't move. It never changes. It's always the same. It's constant. And if we kind of go to the next slide there, look at there. Wow. We'll go to the next one. Look at these. That, that, those are over, I think, 4,000 years old. They're foundations of houses over in Israel. And I was over there in 2016, and I got to see some of the some of these foundations, they're still there. The wood's not there. You know, all, all the other substances, but what remains is the rock. And so there was good reason why David looked at God as his rock. Besides, rocks were prevalent over in Israel. They're everywhere, everywhere. And I know farmers here today love rocks, don't you? You just love it. No, rocks are they're hard on machinery. Um, you can't grow crops in rocks. It takes a lot of, of sweat and energy and money to get the rocks out of the field. But rocks were also very important. This church is built on rock. Your houses are built more or less on rock. And it's going to last. It's a firm foundation. Rocks are incredibly important. And so David looked at God as his rock. And a true friend is like a rock. Do you, do you agree that God is our friend? Yeah, God is our friend. And God is like a rock. And first of all, a good friend could be trusted. Right? David could trust God with his life that he was surrounded by enemies. But again and again, God protected him. And God saved him from his enemies. And he learned to trust God. But he also learned to trust other people. You see, David had a really good friend. And we can advance to that slide. 
It's a little bit down. It's the one with, yeah, that one right there. David had a really good friend. Do you remember his name? Jonathan. And Jonathan was King Saul's firstborn son. He would have been the man that would have took over the kingdom. But as soon as Jonathan met David, they had an instant bond. They had an instant friendship. And they shared intimate things together. And, and David and Jonathan could trust each other. And as you know the story goes, Saul, Saul was trying to pursue David. He didn't want David to take the kingdom. Saul was greedy. Saul wanted to do things his own way. And so Jonathan heard about this, and he didn't like what his dad was doing. But he, he was kind of confused because he was thinking, my dad, he's, he's not going to harm you. But Saul, or, or sorry, Jonathan and David made a pact. And so one time, Jonathan went back. He went to dinner with his dad, and they're having dinner. And Saul asked, where's David? And uh, Jonathan said, well, he's, he had to go for a sacrifice in Bethlehem. And Saul went into a rage, and he got really angry. Now, Jonathan, he could have went and told Saul, his dad, that, hey, David's out in the field. He's over there. I, I, I think he should go talk with him. But no, he kept David's trust. And he went back, and as you know the story goes, he shot those arrows, and he told his servant to go out and get those arrows, right? And then the servant went out and got those arrows, and he said, go a little farther. And that was the cue for David to say, Saul is still wanting to kill him, to hunt him down. You see, Jonathan held David's trust. And so too, as gems, as girls, if we want to be a good friend, we need to be able to trust each other. And sometimes friends tell each other intimate things. And it's never nice to take those things and, and sh spread it around and to talk about it. We need to keep those things between us and our friends. There might be situations where you need to talk to a parent or confide in a teacher, but you keep those things between you. I know I've been guilty of breaking my kids' trust at times, and I've said some things that I, I shouldn't have said, right? And I've had to apologize for it. But God, with His Spirit, is convicting me to really hold even my kids' secrets, to hold them in confidence. Do you think we could do that? Do you think we can hold secrets and not? Because that's what David could trust God and David could trust Jonathan, Jonathan. And so too, we need to trust our friends. Second, we see a rock as something that sharpens. And if we can move to that slide of, of the axe right there, rocks actually sharpen knives, right? It's, it's, rocks have a powerful... Um, powerful way of being able to do that. It's, it's weird that a rock could sharpen something, but it does. I'm just thinking of that verse as iron sharpens iron, so one man, so one person sharpens another rock, sharpens an axe, so one friend sharpens another. You see, David discovered that God not only loved him, that he could not only trust God, but David also realized that God was honest with him. And that helped him to be a better person. Remember when the prophet came to him, the prophet Nathan, Nathan, and he had to tell David about his adultery? That stung. But that was good for David. 
David grew from that. And there was another time where he took a census and God told him, was, was upset with him because he didn't ask God's permission. He just went ahead and did it because he was looking at the might of his kingdom and all the stuff that he had. God had to be honest with him, had to discipline him. And we see in the story of, of Jonathan and David that Jonathan came to David and was honest with him. My father's really upset with you. I think you better hide. He was honest with his friend. And so, too, we need to be honest with each other sometimes, right? If you were walking into a class, right, or walking into a, a photo shoot, and your friend was walking beside you, and you had a big old piece of celery stuck between your teeth, and your friend didn't say something to you, would you be upset with your friend if they didn't kind of say, tap you on the shoulder and say, I think you better clean your teeth there because, I don't know, you're not going to... That's what a good friend does. My wife's an excellent friend. She tells me all the time, if I'm wearing a brown belt with gray pants, she doesn't go. I have her pick out my clothes in the morning because I'll get it wrong. Okay, she's honest with me because she's a, a good friend. Parents, you're honest with your kids and you tell them what they need to hear sometimes, even though, does it hurt sometimes, kids, when your parents tell you things you don't want to hear, right? But does it make you a better person? Of course it makes you a better person. And our teachers have to tell us, have to be honest with us from time to time when we're doing something wrong. It hurts. But so too, we need to be honest with each other. And that, let's say, one of you is, is kind of being mean to another person on the playground. It's important for your friend to come to you and say, tap you on the shoulder and say, I don't know if you should be doing that. That seems kind of mean. So a good friend is honest with their friend, right? So can we be honest? Because we know that God is honest with us, right? We know that David and Jonathan were honest with each other, so too we need to be honest with each other. And that sharpens us, that sharpens our character, makes us better. And third, a rock will support you. When you're sad and nobody comes up and gives you a hug, that just, that doesn't feel good. When, it doesn't feel good to have to cry alone. David knew that he could, that God would be kind to him. David, that's why David had all these psalms and he sang to God and he read his scripture because he felt God's support and kindness when he drew close to God, when he drew close to the rock. He felt God's support. David also felt support from Jonathan. And there's this cool scripture when Jonathan went out to David. While David was at Horish in the desert of Ziph, he learned that Saul had come out to take his life. And Saul's son Jonathan went out to David at Horish and helped him find strength in God. David found strength in God, his rock. David found strength in Jonathan, his friend. And so too, friends find strength with each other. When you put your arm around your friend, that shows them, oh, there, that's so nice. It shows that you care. When you listen to your friend, 
It shows that you care. When you are honest with your friend, it shows that you care. So we need to support one another. We put up that slide about the, the kid holding